Good morning, it's Sarah coming to you from Keep It 100. Today I want to talk about a very um, topic that isn't really talked about that is very personal to me, and that is SPD. It is Sensory Processing Disorder. One of the reasons that this is very important to me is because I never knew what this word was, what it meant. I didn't know how much this disorder would actually affect my life. Um, My son at one and a half was diagnosed with ADHD and sensory processing disorder. And it really has taken a toll on our family as he has gotten older. And a lot of people do not have knowledge of what this entails. Um, This is a disorder that falls on the autism spectrum and you do need medicated. We have dealt with Help Me Grow services. He has been to the pediatrician. He has been to a behavior specialist, to a pediatrician psychiatrist, um, as well as just a lot of the sensory things that we need to have extra, um, the weighted blankets, the weighted vests, um, just how we do things. And so I want to educate. I want to educate those that are unfamiliar with this topic um, so you can help others if you see them out in public or just so you have a better understanding of what's what this is. Part of sensory processing disorder, there's a lot of different symptoms. Um, one is a tolerance or insensitivity to pain. Now what that is, is for instance, um, when my son was one, he would throw a tantrum and bang his head off the the floor and he would continually bang it until his head would bleed and I didn't understand how he could not feel that pain and that's when we took him to the doctor and we found out that he had sensory um, issues his sensory he is a there's different categories Um, so it's not just one definition fits all Um, for my son he is a sensory seeker so he looks out Um, four senses. He seeks them constantly. Um, So he wasn't feeling that pain. A lot of times he's a risk taker. Um, What normal people would fear, he has no fear. If he falls and busts his lip open, he doesn't feel that like most people feel that. Also, there's a sensitivity to sudden noises. Um, Again, I'm going to refer back to my son a lot just as examples so you can relate. Um, we went into skating, um, United Skates, and I thought that he would like the music and the lights because normally he does like the music, um, and there was just too much. There was too much sensory stimulation going on. Um, he put his hands over his ears and asked me right away to take him straight to the car. Another symptom of SPD is obsessive behavior. Um, They become very obsessive over different things. It could be as simple as an ice cream cone. I want an ice cream cone. I want an ice cream cone. I want an ice cream cone. And it will turn into a tantrum um, that is behavioral. It begins to be behavioral, but then it turns into an escalation where they cannot control their bodies and bring their, they don't know how to calm themselves. So regulation becomes an issue. Um, and a lot of people look at it as the child is being rude 
or just being a brat or being defiant without really understanding the background of it. They have a sensitivity to touch. Um, With my son, he is unable to go to sleep or stay asleep a lot of times um, unless he has that skin-on-skin contact. Um, You know, I catch flat quite a bit. He will be five this month. And people say to me, why is he still sleeping in your bed? Well, trust me, I wish he wasn't. Who wants their five-year-old child sleeping in their bed? Um, But that is one of the only ways he will sleep throughout the entire night. Um, But then there's still times that he doesn't. Again, because of the stimulus and things that are going on in his brain and his body, there's times that he gets up very early in the morning as well. But to keep him asleep, um, he needs that touch. There's a sensitivity to crowds. Um, They get a sensory overload. You know, I went into Target. It was probably the day after Christmas, so everyone was in there with their gift cards. And it was too much. It was too much for him. Um, The stimulus, again, was just too much. He was sitting in the cart. He went into what appears to be a tantrum to everyone else. Um, I knew it was more than that. He gets aggressive. He starts to get tired. He doesn't know how to regulate. Um, And I actually had for the first time ever, of course, I had plenty of dirty looks, people looking at me and pretty much wanting and thinking, I'm sure, get your kid under control. And I was trying. I was trying to bring him out of it. I had a woman come up to me and she asked me, do you need anything? Do you need help? I have a child as well. Um, that does these things that is probably diagnosed with the same thing and I understand and you're doing a good job mom and that meant the world to me Um, no one really understands what the struggle is Uh, a lot of times too people don't understand with my son how much of a struggle it can be because I don't use his disability um, as a crutch I don't use it as an excuse and I will never allow him to use it as an excuse so I don't like to bring it up also A lot of times people do not find out that their kids are on the spectrum until they're about four or five. Um, And I noticed right away. So I've already had a couple years in as far as strategies, as far as the resources. So there's times where you can't really tell that my son has some of these issues um, just based on the fact that I got a jump start on it and... I zoned in and started learning how to work around it very early on. They have risk-taking behaviors. They have a reduction in their sensory perception. So that's, again, where they will do things and are fearless and things that could be a danger to them. They have aggressive behavior. And it is not because they intentionally want to hurt people. They are not aware of their strength. When they are having a sensory overload, to them, their strength isn't at the level that it is. Um, They have motor skill issues. Some have a hard time with balance, standing, jumping. Um, For my son, it's not so much as the movement motor issues. It's more like holding a pencil. At school, they have special pencils for him to write with. They have a slated board that he has to write on that the board slants so the pressure is the way it needs to be for his hands instead of just writing on the desk. There's different things that we do and we work on with him. 
there's no sense of personal space with sensory kids. Uh, that goes back to him needing to sleep with me. He doesn't just sleep in the bed. He has to be right up next against me. And there's times where when we're sitting on the couch, even, he has to be right in my lap. And people just don't understand that concept um, as well. That that's just kind of what they need. That's part of that sensory. And a lot of times what makes it more difficult is this disorder is paired with other things. It's paired with autism. It's paired with ADHD. Um, it's paired with other disorders. So it makes it that much more complicated to diagnose. It makes it that much more complicated to find the right medication. And I just wanted to bring an awareness um, an awareness to just the struggle of sometimes having a child like this, as I stated, and just to make an awareness that when you're out in public and you see a situation, you can't always assume that you know what's going on. You can't just assume that that child's bad or acting out or that they have no parental guidance. Um, there's a lot of other things going on now, mental disorders, as well as developmental, as well as physical, that we have to be more open-minded. Reach out to a person that's struggling with their child. Do you need help? Do you need anything? You don't know. Um, a simple tantrum can be much more behind it. Um, again, for those of us, too, that have children that fall along the disability guidelines um, or on you know, a, a disorder, we all as well need to realize we cannot use it as an excuse. We need to understand how to help our children. We need to understand how to get through it. It's very stressful, but whatever you do, do not use it as an excuse. We have to push our kids, push them to be better, to do better, to act better, and give them ways to do that. Um, there's different ways that I regulate Jackson. Um, I regulate him by um, different things that he enjoys around the house. I have a trampoline that helps. I have different things that he likes. He likes his cars. He has a ton of cars because he pushes the pressure, the pressure of that touch when he rolls them across. Um, I will do things such as rub his shoulders and rub his joints and do the brush. Um, there's just a lot of things. So if there's anybody that is struggling or needs some resources, um, you know, there are places to get on and look for chew toys. There is things to do for the aggress aggressive behavior. There are proper restraints. There are different things. I've learned so much in these four, almost five years um, in this topic, I'm very well educated and have a lot of coping skills under my hat. So if anyone is struggling, please reach out, leave me a message. Um, also, Facebook has groups where you can speak to other parents as well in regards to this topic and get some ideas and just some things to help and keep some sanity. It gets tough. It gets stressful. You can feel alone at times because others don't understand it. Um, so just know that I'm here and we can do this together.